Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, I sit down with actress Abigail Hawk. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. All right, and welcome everyone to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko. Uh, how's everybody doing today? We got Turkey Day coming up. I hope everyone is going to have a happy, safe, successful, uh, 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 juicy, delicious Thanksgiving. I don't know how you describe Thanksgiving, but I hope you get to hang out with your friends and your family, and I hope you get to eat Lots of delicious thing. I hope you get some turkey and cranberry sauce. And if you're vegetarian, I hope you just get the cranberry sauce. Uh, <laughs> no, there's plenty of sides. There's plenty of sides. It's an equal opportunity holiday. Uh, we have a great show for you guys. I sit down with my good friend, an amazing actress. You've seen her in Blue Bloods. You've seen her in the movie Almost Paris. Uh, you don't know you've seen her in Red Dead Redemption 2, but yeah, you see her running around in that too. My good friend Abigail Hawk sat down and talked with me. So we have a grand old time. Uh, she's an amazing person, an amazing actress. Tom Selleck's right-hand uh, lady man, man-lady, um, non-gender-specific uh, detective. <laughs> uh, we had a really, really great time talking. She's one of the funniest, most talented people I've ever met in my life. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Abigail Hall. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with my good friend, uh, Blue Blood star, um, uh, actress, uh, mother, beautiful woman, <laughs> uh, Abigail Hawk, everybody. How you doing? I'm doing so well. How That's are good. you doing? I'm good. I was trying to think of more accolades. And you have a bunch, but like, <laughs> I didn't... Those are, the, those are the important ones. Yeah. Mom's <laughs> probably the most important. I am. Sometimes I'm a wife. Sometimes. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. I'm <laughs> like fly by night. Yeah, roommate. Like, <laughs> sorry brian sorry brian uh, <laughs> um how you doing just so for those of you who don't know you've played um agent abigail baker on blue bloods for eight seasons nine seasons nine seasons we're in Lee yeah toledo yeah that's a lot almost a decade Jeez. It's a lot of my life. It's a lot of your life. Mm -hmm. I know. You were on it when I met you, and that was like eight years ago. That was a million years ago. I know. Yeah, that was before you guys were married. It was. We were just casually dating. You were. Yeah. You came in on your bike. I did. Oh, did I? You did. I was a bicycle kid back then. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. You did, and you, you had a helmet, so you were very safe. Oh, I had a helmet because Laura made me get a helmet because I had uh, she had already had to pick me up from the hospital once. We had been dating for like three months, and I had... A, Maybe two months. It was very early, and I had a major bike accident. I remember that. Yeah. I had a major bike accident by the Javits Center, flipped over my handlebars. Nothing crazy. I just wasn't wearing my helmet. was looking to the right because I was, like, cutting across and, like, 
as I was cutting across, my front tire grabbed a giant pothole that I didn't see and just poof, just midair flipped. You weren't Googling while cycling, were you? I wasn't. No, I'm not that. I'm not yeah, very you gotta coordinated. Get no I see texting guys, while biking. I see guys texting and biking all the time, and it, it, I don't know how they do it. I can't text and drive. You're not supposed I, to do either. But. I don't know how people carry food and text and listen to music and ride your bike. I can't even ride my bike. Yeah. I don't it, even have a bike. I don't even know why I said my bike because I don't have a bike. <laughs> I don't believe in bikes. Uh, <clears throat> I think they're I think they're nice, but uh, it's there's definitely <laughs> I was definitely a bike kid, which is which is not when you're trying to like <laughs> impress uh, your new girlfriend's like successful friends, and I come just up on my single speed bicycle, and I'm just like, hey guys, it's like it wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look. I I appreciated it. I thought okay. it was very authentic. It was very it was very New York. It was very New York. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, we've been dating for like two months and I got in a ba- major bike accident where I was t- taken to the trauma center and all that. And like, and I had also, uh, the following month after a major bike accident, I had, um, passed out from heat exhaustion on a job and was taken to the hospital. And I remember Laura's like, I, you need to let me know if this happens a lot. Cause I can't deal with you going to the hospital once a month. Poor Laura. And I was like, no, it's, it's brand new. <laughs> this is a new this thing. Is a new thing. I think she just, you know, was distracting you. I think so. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the one we met is when I was a bike kid. Uh, let's start from the very beginning. It's a very we? good place to start. A very good place mm-hmm. to start. So you're from Georgia. I am, like Laura. I know. Yeah. I know. I have a special place in my heart for Georgia now. All my favorite people seem to be coming from Georgia. Oh, I, I love Georgia. It's pretty great. So where from, where, where in Georgia are you? I'm from Atlanta. From, from Atlanta Sandy Springs. Itself, yep, from Atlanta itself. Um, I mean, Atlanta's like the entire northern half of the state at this that, point. Well, that's what I asked. Is like when I was in Atlanta last, um, we were in Decatur, and then in I Decatur? found out that's not technically Atlanta, and I thought everything within the perimeter was Atlanta, and <laughs> unlike the city limits thing, it's technically not. It was very weird. Because it was just because we went to Decatur and I saw a sign that said City of Decatur. And I was like, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think several things have gotten like incorporated. At this, I, yeah, I, and I think it's like, but in my head, I'm like, no, everything in those highways. I actually think Sandy Springs is a is a city now. It might be. Or a village or a hamlet. A I don't know. I don't know. what. <laughs> there was a, is that a Long Island thing? No, a hamlet is yeah, definitely a Long Island it's definitely thing. A Long Connecticut, Island we thing. have a couple of villages. And it's kind of like, you're not a village. You're the weird neighborhood in off of the Boston Post Road. <laughs> now you're calling. So what do you call it if you're smaller than a Hamlet? A Polonius. Um, <laughs> you call it. Yeah, yeah. You like that joke? That uh, was good. That I got was, lots that was of a, Shakespeare. That was puns. a good actor joke. Thank you. I'll explain it to my <laughs> listeners. Uh. <laughs> you know that guy? He hides behind the curtain and then he gets stabbed. Exactly. A fucking idiot. Why was he back there? Like, that's a part. Of, that's a problem I have in that. It's like, why were you? <laughs> Man, it was just... It was for a dramatic effect. I know. Someone had to die. Yeah. It was a tragedy. A A lot of people died in Hamlet. Everybody. Everybody. All of them died. Yeah, they all die. Oh, well. Uh, They decided not to be. Does a queen live? Does his mother live? Who lives? No, Gertrude Gertrude dies too. She does. It's uh, just... um, Is it Laertes that lives? The L... Yeah. I think he's the only one that lives. The players live. They leave. Ophelia's <laughs> brother. I think he's the only I one think that so, lives. Because everybody, everybody dies. Everybody it's dies. A bloodbath. It's the Game of Thrones of Shakespeare time, <laughs> where just everybody goes down. It's uh, the Red Wedding of Shakespeare. Exactly. Yes. Well, that's a pretty close. Mm-hmm. God, I remember when that show came out, and I had read the books, and like, well, or I mean, I was I had read the books, but now the 
TV shows way past the books. But um, yeah. I knew that was coming, and I like remember seeing like a preview for the episode. It's like we're all going to a wedding. I was like, oh no, <laughs> don't go in there. And I was say just like, I don't. I was like, this is gonna be so much fun to see everyone just be like, what? The? Like that show kills off everybody. Everyone dies. Yeah, there's no one safe. That's why it's a fun show to. That's watch. why I was never on it. I died before I even got there. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. You died in the casting process. I did. I did. <laughs> I died before I even got in the casting room. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even George R.R. Martin is really method. <laughs> he, had nope. you kill, he had you killed off in somebody's audition, and he's like, well, she's dead. I can't bring her back. I can't. She can't even audition. She's not Jon Snow. Only he can come back. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. So you're in Sandy Springs? Yes. Is yes. there sand in Sandy Springs? There's red clay. Okay, good. I mean, it's Georgia, and there's red clay, and there's a lot of butter. Oh. Yeah. What well, it's like butter. Country. Well, butter's a butter's a food group in Georgia. Oh, I trust me. I know. Yeah. And it, it's well, fried I can't, okra. Every time I go down, I I get so big so quickly, <laughs> and I don't understand how everyone else just like is at like a homeostasis in their body where they can eat that stuff. Because I can't. Like everyone else I know eats it regularly and they're fine like daily, and they're totally good. Their bodies figured out how to process that. I go up there from my like. Yankee pot roast eaten <laughs> like like northeasterner and like I'm just used to root vegetables and stewed meat and I, I think I don't know I think for most people it just goes right through them I know especially like the varsity and just what do you have oh a long time in the bathroom that's exactly. what you're gonna have yeah no yeah it's 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 a rough one yeah I thought varsity was a chain not no. just that one place because there's a varsity stand in the Atlanta airport so I was convinced that's what it was. And then Laura had to explain no, to me, no. like, what it is. Yeah. No, the varsity is very exclusive. Is it? Yeah. I just, I just went there. It was Well, I mean, you know, there's only one. Yeah, exactly. There was the junior varsity, but I think that closed. So it's like a weird, just for our listeners to know, it's like a diner drive up f- f- thing. It's <laughs> like, is it kind of like In-N-Out? I mean, In and Out is a chain, but it's, it's kind of like a non-chain. Yeah, In-N-Out. it's like a burger place. Yeah, a burger, but it's, hot I mean, dog it's, place. it's fast food, but it's the only one. Yeah, there is. exactly. It's funny with regional food things like that. There's a place in Connecticut called Duchess that I was <laughs> grew up assuming was another fast food chain because it turns out there's only like six to eight of them but they're all around where i grew up oh that's amazing so i was just like there's like six of them of course this is a chain and it's not <laughs> it's like but it's the same thing it's, it's like a connecticut a, chain yeah it's a it's a southwestern connecticut chain <laughs> it's very specific connecticut it takes you an hour to drive across so it's not well, yeah. no, more than that I'll, I'll give it two hours all right you can cross the whole state i don't know if i've ever actually driven across connecticut you only drive across Connecticut to get to Boston. That's I'm not missing much by no. not driving to well, Connecticut. <laughs> Mystic has a very nice aquarium. It does. I went there with the boys in the spring for um, my older one's spring break. Did you see the belugas? Yeah. They're my favorite. Uh-huh. Those are down in Georgia, too. I know. I yeah. went to the Georgia Aquarium yeah. when I was down there, and they were also beluga whales are very special i don't know why they're so special that's I how know. i feel about manatees laura couldn't hear them and i felt like uh the end of polar express because she couldn't hear them clicking it was like at the end of polar express when the little girl can't hear yeah, the she bell wasn't believing anymore. she didn't believe in the belugas <laughs> if you Which don't believe weird, in the great right white whale there. i know <laughs> poor I laura know. poor she's poor laura she's just fine yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
don't know. Uh, That's heartbreaking that she couldn't hear the belugas. No, she just kept. I kept being like, "Did you hear it now?" And she kept being like, "No." Like, they're clicking. They're whistling. It's beautiful. Did she watch Free Willy though? Probably. Because if she hasn't watched Free Willy, Willy, did she really free have weary. Free, 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 free Willy? Um, if she has not watched Free Willy, yeah. she did not really grow up. No, she, well, she's the thing with Laura is she's seen every movie. She just does not remember it. <laughs> she, I can watch any movie with her, and it's the first time she saw it. And it's great. And she'll react as if it's the first time she saw it. She instantly forgets. I love you, every Laura. single part of it. I, I love it. And I'll just be like, oh, man, Blazing Saddles is on. Do you want to watch Blazing Saddles? She's like, sure. I was like, have you seen it before? She's like, no, yeah. She goes, probably, no. but I have no idea what happens. I was like, okay, cool. We'll Blazing watch it. Blazing Saddles is the best. It really is. Um, so were you in all of life pre-college? Did you stay in Sandy Springs? I did. Yeah. I uh, I graduated high school. And went to University of Maryland. So, yeah. Now, did you know you were going for theater? Did you do theater in high school and stuff? I did. Yeah. I actually started doing theater when I was six. I did a production of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a production of Sound of Music when I was six years old. I was Gretel. Night. Which one's Gretel? The little teeny one. The one that says, I hope my finger. Oh. Yeah. It was a community. Uh, like a church production and they they actually the quality of their work wait was she amazing. the sun has gone to bed and so must mm-hmm. die oh that's the sweetest <laughs> part <laughs> and um i actually did hurt my finger one night because i'm very method so of course yeah of course at a young age yeah young daniel day lewis there were several times that like our lavalier mics got tangled with you know i was um on captain von trapp's shoulder and i think we like got stuck together oh my god yeah so i couldn't actually go to bed you know, I just right. sat there on stage because we were stuck. God, that's community theater mishaps with it's mics. It's the best. We had a good one where we, I was in Beauty and the Beast and the guy playing, uh, uh, I can't, I don't know his name, but he's not in the movie at all. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the song is called Maison de Lune, which is essentially their whole thing is they're going to commit Maurice to a nut house. And Maison de Lune is the nut house. And he played, I can't remember the character's name, but he was the guy who ran the uh, nut house. Okay. And in the play, he has a song. Okay. Anyway, um, he his mic was not on during his quick change because he was also a knife. So he had to <laughs> quickly change. And he's just like, oh, I can't get my pants off. <laughs> it was just like, and just like loud over the thing. I feel that way after yeah. I eat at the varsity. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I feel his pain. I, I, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, Duchess in Connecticut leaves you feeling great all the time. You feel like you just uh, ran a marathon and, and, and you deserve whatever you got there. Ugh. But they have the best hot dogs. Although they used to have uh, get all their bread from a bakery near my house uh, when I was living in Bridgeport. And then that bakery burned down. And it was very sad. So now they have new bakery buns that aren't as good. Oh, no. I know. I have not found a bun in my life as good as French bakery in I think it was technically in Stratford it's on the Stratford uh, Bridgeport border in Connecticut and so mm. just a shout out to the one person listening that I miss that bakery anyway <laughs> <laughs> let's all let's take a moment of silence take a moment for the, for that lost the bakery. best bakery ever um, I wonder what their secret ingredient was it had was to be pl- something it was something very flammable it seems because oh. <laughs> they just they, yeah they were just gone one day so um, so uh, you're doing Gretel. Do you have any uh, good 
high school plays you remember being in? Everyone, I feel like everyone has that one high school play that you were like, that was the when I knew. Well, we we did a production of The Wiz, um, which oh, was it a very white Wiz? Yeah, it was. A, I was just about to say that it was, you know, perhaps not the mm-hmm. smartest choice. I was also Eveline. Let's oh, just let that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. obviously hear... I have lots of soul. So I... <laughs> it's amazing that like crickets. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I had one worse. <laughs> my high school did a uh, my senior year. We did an all white production. Please of, don't say Dreamgirls. No, Miss Saigon. No, no. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Chris, what's haunting you? We had one Asian girl in the cast, and she was in the chorus. Actually, no, she wasn't just in the chorus. During uh, the song "American Dream," she literally played Miss Chinatown. <laughs> that was the one thing we had her. It was, it was, it was not okay. Oh no! And like we did, you know, everyone put on like their cat eye makeup, and we're like, oh, we're yeah, we're we're, we're, we're Vietnamese authentic. Now. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. we all we all ended up getting some kind of stomach bug, and you know, it's high school, so we were all sharing water bottles and yeah. being idiots. And totally. um, my friend Mikey, who was the whiz, um, <clears throat> he was so ill that he had to actually get down off of his little, you know, whiz tower and go barf in a bucket and then go right back on stage because the show must go on. Of course. I mean, we like barfed all through that performance. Um, So I do remember that very well. I remember like being so committed to theater when you're a teenager that you did stuff that was like, you felt like for the honor of love, like very much the show must go on. Oh yeah. We had a couple mishaps Um, (laughs) in West Side Story. We didn't choreograph the rumble. We all just decided it was our director's last year at the time. And we decided we wanted to make it really authentic for him. Uh-huh. So when the rumble started, like after after uh, Riff gets stabbed and everyone just starts fighting, we all started just haymaker swinging at each other. <laughs> like like a like a shitty hardcore punk mosh pit. <laughs> we just started well, I mean, just it does save on the fake blood budget. Oh, I guess, yeah. And you know? we, um, the guy who played Tony his like hand like he had like broken his hand and we're like oh no yeah and we were like what happened oh my god and they're like cisco did it cisco broke um i'm sorry someone was actually named cisco that is not the thong song cisco well his name is francisco Uh and we call him cisco Uh but yes uh did he have silver hair no no he had very black hair i guess i don't know well francisco is probably italian no he was i don't know what he was I don't know. But anyway, anyway. He, um, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were all like, oh, he broke uh, Tony's hand. What a dick. Blah, blah, blah. I can't <laughs> believe he did that. But all the time, we're like, where is he? We're like ready to yell at him. Uh, Tony's hand got broken by punching Cisco in the face and knocked him out cold. And we left him on stage. And luckily, it was curtain. <laughs> it was the curtain because that's the end of the first act. Dude, that's intense. Got knocked out. So we're like all mad at Cisco. And then we go because that happens is it's supposed to be well, like at the the tableau at the end is everyone runs off and you just see Riff's body and Bernardo's body. And then it goes off. And instead, you just see Riff Barty's, Riff's body, Bernardo's body, Cisco off in the corner <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> yeah, we got him up. He, he, oh. he went into the second act. He was fine. That he is just, that is very dramatic. Him slapped him. That was when there was another very white thing where just uh, all the sharks were just any brunette. <laughs> if you oh. had brown hair, you were just you're a, you're a Puerto Rican now. I'm trying to think what else we we did. We did anything goes. 
uh-huh. which actually was a surprisingly successful yeah. production. And I think we did Music Man my freshman year. I hate that show. No offense to anyone that loves it, but I cannot stand it. I don't give a flying beep how many trombones you have. I don't want to hear any of them. I know. My, I, I will it. say, though, when my little brother still hadn't quit theater, because my little brother did theater when we did when we were younger, because, okay. because me and my sister were in high school and did theater, and he was like 11. So he started doing theater. He did a production of, I was in a community theater production of um, Carousel, and he was just in the chorus, and it was, it was a fun time. But so when he went to middle school, seventh grade, he's like, I'm going to do theater. So he did in seventh grade, he did the music man and he was just the guy that sang Shapoopy. I don't know. It's the, and you know, okay. I hate the rest of that show. Yes. But I will watching him watching Shapoopy is cute little 13 year old with his like wispy long hair at the time. Cause that was in fashion. Sing Shapoopy was adorable. I will say that song has come in handy while changing both my boys' diapers. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's our theme song, really. Oh, exactly. You know, I mean, some sometimes we say, you poopied, you poopied, you know, instead of sha-poopy. But it really just depends on what time of day it is. Exactly. Sometimes he sometimes, sha-poopied. Yeah, sometimes he really sha-poopied, capital S. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, high school theater is dangerous. Um, it, it is dangerous. Yeah. I, oh, that was another thing. I uh, Another show that must go on thing. Um, I went like full Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained because I got we we're in I played the engineer, which I remember reasoning it to my my future self out who realized I should not have been playing an Asian character that uh, on Broadway, Jonathan Price played him. So I'm like, he's a white guy. I'm totally fine. Not forgetting the fact that B.D. Wong actually sued Actors Equity because Jonathan Price was in it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was 15. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I listen. It's or no, okay. 17 is still. So I got, there's a thing where as the engineer, I get thrown on the ground. And what happened was um, there was a small pile of screws left on the stage. I wish I could blame someone. I was also the set builder. So I left all those screws on the stage. So they threw me down and I slid across a pile of screws and I tore my arm open from like mid wrist down to the elbow and just started pouring blood. So see, you don't really need a bicycle. You can hurt yourself <laughs> no, exactly. without anything I'll except find a screws. Way. Yeah. And I just start pouring blood and then like Kim's brought in and I went like full Django Unchained. Cause he, you ever see that scene where he like Leonardo DiCaprio cuts himself and starts like rubbing it on the girl's face. Yes. And like, I started doing that to this poor girl and she's like, ah, ah, and I was like, and it was in my head. It was so dramatic and so real. And then Zach got suspended. Exactly. In real life. I was just like, Oh, I just rubbed my blood over a person. Yeah. You do dumb things when you're like 16 and you're like, but also I remember the girl was even just like, that was so real. And I was like, it is real. I'm I'm bleeding a lot. And I'm like, I just don't even know where to start. I was an entirely, it was fine. I was a completely high school virgin. Not everything. It was safe. No, it wasn't. This is terrible. Um, yeah, this conversation is derailing fast. It really it's going is. way uh, downhill. Moving on. <laughs> How's the University of Maryland dream? <laughs> Um, I do I do actually have a very funny story um, from a production I did at the University of Maryland. Okay. Um, I think this was sophomore year, maybe junior year. Um, 
I did a production of Assassins, which is I love that one of show. the great. It is I think a it's phenomenal the, show. I think it's one of the best shows ever. One hundred percent. Oh, and the revival was so illy timed. So the revival on Broadway was so good; it was better than the original, in my opinion. But it came out um, in two thousand one, and uh, uh, that's when nine eleven happened. Everybody. Yeah. So having a show about killing presidents probably wasn't the best, especially yeah. since there's a whole the way Samuel Bick. That's his name? The guy who tried to kill Nixon? Samuel Bick, I think. I don't know. Samuel I have to something. finish my coffee before you ask me that. But his whole plan on how to assassinate Nixon was to hijack a plane and crash it into the White House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it became a limited engagement very quickly. Mm. Um, so I was Squeaky From. Yes. Okay. Who is, you know, one of Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Manson. Wow. Charles Manson. Hi, I'm alive when you said and well. Manson, yeah. I went. Yeah, that's correct. The beautiful people. The I know. beautiful people. Um, Charles Manson, may he rest in hell. Um, so I was one of his followers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did the dress rehearsal, um, and there is a point where I chalk my forehead with a swastika. Oh, oh good. Because this is what that's the, what he did. Mm-hmm. Um. I got out of my costume and walked all the way across campus oh, no. back to my dorm room. And I mean, like, University of Maryland's enormous. Yeah. So th- you're talking like 20 solid minutes of me walking. Any of those D1 this schools very, are like their own cities. Yes. So, yeah. This very, yeah, we had our own zip code. This very white, blonde, I mean, I'm as waspy and as Aryan, Aryan as you can looking. possibly <laughs> get. Um, and I had lots of dirty looks and I just was like, what? You know, I, I didn't even did not even register because I'm in college. I was like half asleep half the time. Yeah. Um, so I shut the door and you know how you have one of those like over the door mirrors hanging. Mm-hmm. I shut the door and saw my reflection. And of course, I had left the swastika oh, just geez. front and center right on my forehead. And I screamed bloody murder. I was mortified. You're like, how do I? How do I go on? How do I go How on? do I live? Hey, well, um, that, uh, it's also, that's a tough thing to live down. <laughs> I, yelled at, I yelled at the stage manager. I played the blame game. and You're like, how could you not how could tell you, me? How could you do this? <laughs> it was my fault. <laughs> it was 100% oh my fault. Oh my God. So I, I, take, I take full blame. Um, but it's a great show. It is. No, it's a phenomenal show. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I think it is so it's smart. So it's so smart. so good. The music's incredible. Um but and it's it, just it's fun. Um, I had I mean I loved everything that we did at University of Maryland. I I started off with a production of Suburbia, which is an Eric Bogosian play. Is there a new um, movie called Suburbia that's out? They did a movie version of it. I don't know. If There's they... a no Suspiria is what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, no, not that. That's close. No. No. Okay. No. It's not, uh, no. It's not. No. It's not. It's not. There's no dancing in this one. Oh. Yeah. Good. Um. What else did I do? I did Romeo and Juliet. I was Juliet. Were you? I was. Perfect. Yeah. I somehow was the only like high school and college um, theater person to avoid Shakespeare in its entirety. That's actually very impressive. I've never done a Shakespeare play. Really? I've done it. I've done Shakespeare. I've I've taken whole classes on Shakespeare and done like a showcase on Shakespeare and stuff like that. But I've never been in a Shakespeare production because I just didn't have to like i just oh. avoid, i somehow missed every single one of them you need to put that on your bucket list because there's nothing like it my uh sister's college um they uh western connecticut state was famous for what they did was 
um, their drama director there would always write music to Shakespeare. And so they did a bunch of rock operas. And like when I say wrote music, I mean like sitting down with a keyboard and garage band in his basement and wrote All <laughs> music right. to yeah. it. Uh, quotation fingers wrote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he did a version of Romeo and Juliet that actually like got some kind of popped off and did like a lot got some good praise and it was like kind of cool and people liked it but then he tried to keep, just do it again and I saw the worst Tempest I think I've ever seen with some of my favorite people actors were phenomenal but it was just like why why are we seeing this is so <laughs> weird that is a weird show though it is no it's a weird show That's to one begin of the weird with. ones yeah it's um, the one I like I like. The, I don't know why. I think I had a, a, like a children's book version of The Tempest when I was a kid. So I was like, this is the one I like. The one that everyone else hates is the one I'm just like. Yeah. This is the best one. <laughs> was it the Cliff Notes version? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. it was like six pages long. Nice. Beautifully illustrated. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, five out of the I six pages being, was illustrated. I was very afraid of the drawing of Caliban. I was very afraid. <laughs> And like it takes a lot to scare you in a book as a child so <laughs> it was pretty good so you're out university of maryland being all successful and having this wasta on your head and uh <laughs> then you moved did you move right to new york after i so we my family lived up in maine um while i was in maryland they moved um i guess i don't know when my sophomore year of college they moved up to maine so I went up there and spent the summer working my tail off, um, making as much money as I could. And then I went to Europe and backpacked through Europe with my best friend. Nice. And it was, um, oh, you know, Missy. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So Missy and I traversed Europe together and made total idiots of ourselves. Um, I feel like I'm not sure how we survived. Yeah, I feel like that's something I wish was more prominent in American culture is like you have to go travel like in Europe. They have like their whole gap here, the whole like before they go from high school to college is they're like, no, you have to go travel for a while. Yes. And like, I feel like we need to press that on people. It's like, no, I think it's so important because you don't, you know, especially I mean, we were not. We were not not diverse, my high school, um, but I feel like I gained so much world knowledge just in those six weeks of traveling and seeing all different cultures, yeah. all different languages, eating all different kinds of food. I mean, I was literally living, you know, eat, pray, love. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good, it's a nice, <clears throat> little, nice little vacation. It was, it was amazing. Um, and, and it really we, is important. Like, cause that's one of the reasons, like, especially in our like, current political climate, I think one of the big reasons everyone's so close minded. I'm just like, you haven't met anyone else. Right. That's the only reason you're like this is you haven't met anyone. This is why I love New York. You. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I feel like New York is a walking, talking, successful experiment. Oh, like I live in Queens and it's Queens is the well, it's like studies shown it's the most ethnically diverse place mm-hmm. in the world. 200 languages are spoken like it's a crazy, crazy place to live. I can I, I have 200 plus restaurants delivered to my house, all of different food. So I can beautiful. Have, it's so it's the most wonderful place. And it's like I want so desperately to like stay in this area to raise kids just to be like, yes. Look, Do you look, know how proud I am yeah. that my kids are New Yorkers? Yeah, that is a source of pride for me. Of course. I mean, listen, I love Georgia, but, you know, I want it out. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. being here. Yeah, I, love I feel it. like we embrace people's uniqueness and, you know, but also truly understand that everyone has something to contribute. Absolutely. And 
I just, I love New York. I think we come together in times of crises. I think we're resilient as hell. And I, I just, I can't say enough good things about it. I know, it's New the York. most amazing city. And I get frustrated with it all the time. And I oh, love yeah. it here so much. I always say that New York is like, it's the same. Living in New York is like riding a horse <laughs> that really doesn't want you to be riding it. <laughs> it does New York everything. is like a cat. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Sometimes she loves you. And yeah, sometimes but a she's lot like, of the times fuck off exactly it's like that's what i like about living in new york i'm like new york doesn't give a shit if i'm here no she's a total bitch <laughs> exactly Love but, her. but that's what i like mm-hmm. i feel like i have to earn my place here mm-hmm. and and i've thought many times about moving to other places whether it be la or even moving to atlanta or going to europe even or, or canada or something like that just you know daydreaming of like where could i live and i always go back to i'm like but i'm but why is that better than living in New York? And I'm like, oh, it isn't. It's. Ah, I think I, also there's, it's just so nice to feel like, you know, I mean, that whole, that song, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And I so think, true. you know, for me, honestly, I'm proud of the fact that I'm not only surviving here, but I'm thriving here. Exactly. I mean, no. that's and one of my strongest. It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, the best part is um, like, you being so successful and like even me like I'm, I'm i've had a good couple of years and it's one of those things where i'm like yeah i'm like thriving here but new york like we're thriving in if we lived anywhere else in new york standards oh we are dead middle class oh i know lower middle class brian and i always <laughs> compare the house sizes to like literally anywhere else and we're like oh I know. Yeah. I know. We just got a second bedroom. We're so excited. <laughs> we don't know it. But now only because we lived in you know, a one bedroom apartment for so long, that now that our new apartment has two bedrooms, we like walk between room to room and just being like, well, what are we doing with all this oh, space? Oh, don't, don't worry. You'll fill it. I know. It's exactly the Believe second Believe me, I felt the kid. same way when we bought this house. I know. And now I'm like, oh my God, I'm drowning. There's exactly. so much stuff. And then I go to, and then you go down to Georgia and you're just like, why are your houses so big? They're like, so what, big. And there are so are many McMansions. Like? So many. And like, and I just don't understand it. I'm like, why do you need this much space? I mean, I, I mean, cool. I, I just, I already, I have two bedrooms and there's a, there's a single room that's almost unused a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And I like, I, I don't even know what to do. Cause we have like, we have a living room, kitchen, two bedrooms and then like a weird space that like I guess was supposed to be a living room or it's kind of a music room it's, it's a kind music of room a it's like a special it's like an end it's 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 a uh uh what do they call it a didn't my, you get a bike it's like your home your uh don't, don't you have a peloton yeah but I put that in um the office so oh. the office is what we call the spare bedroom guys oh so the office is the the home the, the office the home is gym. also the home gym mm-hmm. that one I, that that room that I go room in full. all the time Th- this one that is just a place for my bookshelves <laughs> wow and it's like but it, well but you need to travel more and get more books exactly but as a New Yorker like because I've been used to living in such small spaces the whole time Every time I walk through that room, I'm just like, why is this here? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we don't need this. It's a portal to the way the other half lives. And then I'm just like, oh, but this is, we need this because look at all these bookcases I have. And that's why this is where these bookcases go. But the bookcases were left by the previous tenant. (laughs) They were just, basically we walked in and our landlord was like, you have these huge like built-in bookcases. I said, oh, that's cool. Can we get rid of them? They're like, no. No, you can't. You can't. These are yours. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh, can yeah. I? Do? So that's the only reason that room exists is to house the furniture. I'm not allowed to throw out. So you can have a parlor. That's all. Oh, you I'm have a st- New York parlor. It is so much better to call it a parlor. You're welcome. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I need to get a chaise. <laughs> <laughs> and just call it the parlor. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm not... going to lounge in my chaise longue. Oh, my God. I love that. Yep, and give that's people what it tea. Is. It's a parlor now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Laura's going to show up. There's going to be an extra couch in there. I'll just be like, or not a couch, a chaise. It's a <laughs> chaise longue. <laughs> and... But it has to be like oh a lazy boy chaise. Like you have to make it. And I it, have to you know, get one of those big, like four foot tall cabinet radios. <laughs> just Turn it on. Yes. And just sit. Oh my God. Just sit in the parlor. That sounds perfect. Yeah. See? That does sound New York perfect. life. New York. <laughs> oh, well, that's the thing. It's like, because we live in a townhouse um, that's broken up into a couple apartments. Right. And every now and then we think, like, we go in there, we're like, one family used to live here like mm-hmm. <laughs> before they started splitting these up this is just a place of pe- like a, a whole family lived and i think too i'm like what do they do with all this but yeah. it's because we're so poisoned by living in new york for so long like i moved i've been moving up steadily i, <laughs> I went from a uh a studio apartment to a room within a like a two bedroom apartment, but I had a single room. To a one bedroom apartment, and now, and now I have you've a got two. your two bedroom. I'm, and I'm, next up's gonna be your house, and then your whole world will crack wide but open. But I can't because so I want to live in our neighborhood so badly. And I'm like, know. how much do houses cost? Oh, two point five million dollars, yeah. and they need about a million dollars worth of renovation. That was what was so crazy when we used to live in Kew Gardens. Yeah. And I remember when we were, you know, we we found out that we were pregnant and we were like, okay, you know, we're going to see what it would cost to buy a house because this was before the yeah. market turned. And uh, we started looking at prices and even the dilapidated, like you basically have to raise it to the ground and start over. They were like 900K. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was back in, you know, 2012 when the prices were good. Yeah, we, we fantasize all the time about buying the house that we live in. And each time we say we're like, for one, we'd have to win the lottery because we need like two point five million to buy it from our landlords. And then we need to strip this whole place down to the studs and redo and everything start over. Yeah, you because have to get it. it is complete. It is, you know, it's a hundred year old building, which nothing has been touched in a hundred years other than putting up a couple pieces of plywood to divide the top and second floors. Well, also then, you know. I mean, I guess I'll tell you to wait to buy a house because then you're going to be house poor. I mean, I can't tell you how much money we have poured into this place. Oh, I bet. Even building the the dog run in the spring for Betty Davis so she stopped destroying our yard. That was our entire tax refund. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just And it's beautiful. And yeah, it's great for her. Nice little but, dog thing. You know, and we we redid our basement, but that was... Uh, yeah there's there's much more to be done it just never ends i know i just need to get like real rich that's my that's my goal but the thing is zach money doesn't buy happiness oh well, it so does <laughs> i mean it might buy you a really nice chaise could, yeah for your parlor people always they're like money does not buy happiness i'm like you are absolutely right but it makes it like way easier <laughs> to get to the happy place <laughs> but i could pay for someone who could give me therapy to be happy exactly it'll take away all <laughs> of my stresses that are making me unhappy yes then that stress will go away yes. and then i'll go on this amazing spiritual journey you want me to go on to find myself but in the meantime i got bills still paying student loans <laughs> like this is stupid uh, i know 
It's so bad. Yeah. Let's talk about happy stuff. Okay. Uh, so you're backpacking through Europe. Then you come to New York. Yeah. And then you immediately got a TV show, right? No. Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you what happened. My first week living in New York, my deodorant fell into the toilet. <laughs> and <laughs> and <That's>... clogged our <laughs> one toilet. <laughs> So I had to call the uh, landlord who only spoke Italian. This uh, was uh, in Ridgewood, Queens. Oh and um, we had nowhere to go to the bathroom. And I had to spend, I mean, I had no money. Like my dad had already paid for my security deposit and yeah, my yeah. first month's rent. And I had to call my parents. And I mean, I remember just sobbing and being, they were like, what? How did you, how? How did you do that? It and I'm happens. like, because of course it's, yeah. So it we, had to, we had to get an entirely new toilet. Oh my God. Which, you know. I think was probably between paying for the plumber and the new piece. It was like at least 500. Yeah. That was back in 2004. Yeah. 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 So yeah, oh I, it was, it was devastating. The things um, fall in New York city toilets and New York city toilets can actually, I'm surprised it didn't just take your deodorant because I know I dropped. Well, that's the problem is I just kept take, flushing. Oh, so, uh, you know, those little, uh, like razor blades that ladies use to like, shape their eyebrows and stuff like Sweeney Todd N kind of I don't know but they're like these little sure. razor blades that okay. ladies use for their eyebrows well Laura had one and it somehow fell into the toilet mid flush and I was just and it just went I was like oh bye yeah <laughs> I, and you'd think that I would have learned right but of course like I still ha I mean I had multiple things fall into the toilet yeah um and then you know we had our a couple mice i think we ended up being that apartment was um infested with cockroaches at one point Love so it. you know we had, had to an, bomb it i had a good cockroach oh, yeah. infested apartment just disgusting um but the thing i loved about it was that it had a washing machine what that's unheard of i know York. so you know i had a little dryer line that we ran out the window Beautiful. and i could dry all of my you know negligibles Oh, and uh, and my soft clothes and then i would like take a you know a bag full of stuff to be dried in the dryer but i didn't have to pay to wash stuff and it was that's, beautiful that's pretty wonderful yeah i know little it's the little things i know it's I, I things. however however there is one new york thing that is nice it cost a bunch of money but the never doing my old laundry is great the fact that i just drop it off and i come back the next day and it's folded and just it's great. It's fantastic. I'm always missing something, but I know, but it's fine. But it fits so beautifully into the laundry bag. <laughs> it does. I know they make it so square. I know. It's like I give them a bag of nothing. Do they take classes? Because if there yeah. were classes about how to properly fold a fitted sheet, I would pay really good money. There's a pretty good like if YouTube you take you. I know. I'm sorry. I'm the same way. When people tell me like there's a YouTube tutorial, I'm like, yeah, but it's I won't. I I had to tie. I went to the FIT gala and I had to tie a bow tie because it was black tie. And I almost didn't go because I was for 50 minutes was just feverishly Who's trying to learn how to tie a bow tie. The, the, the guy from Modern Family has a whole series. Jesse, um, what Owens? is his last name? Yeah. No, no, not Jesse Owens. <laughs> no, no, he's um, not on Modern Family. No, the redhead. Oh my god! Uh, I, uh, I'm I know sorry, Jesse. I can't about. believe I can't remember your last name right now. Anyway, he has a whole series of how to tie a bow tie. But 
I'll have to look that up for I fitted know. sheets. I miss that. I had one and I was really excited because Bill Nye, the science guy, had one. I'm like, oh, perfect. And then every single one of them skipped again. Like, they all skipped a step and they all skipped the same step. But it turns out it's because it's the step that only an idiot would not think to do this. But, like, I, I don't. I'm an idiot. So I, need I can't tie a bow tie. That makes you feel any better. I, I got I believe one, in clip-ons. I got one together for that and I will probably never be able to retie it again. It yeah. was pretty, it was pretty scary. Well, my, my oldest likes wearing bow ties. Uh, they're in all of his school photos basically. So, you know, I should know how to tie one. Cause eventually if this keeps up until his teenage years, He's you know what? Screw that guy. He can figure out his own bow tie. What did they call it? Oh, David Sedaris called it, um, you know David Sedaris, the writer? Yeah. He was talking about how he used he likes to wear a bow tie, but he goes back and forth and there he goes he goes, Why do I feel weird wearing a bow tie? And someone goes, Because it's the leather jacket of the Republican Party. It's really <laughs> <laughs> to show that you're edgy and out there. I was like, That's really funny. That's good. That's but brilliant. Harlan looks adorable, so so don't you know I know my don't, sweetie don't cut it out keep let him keep wearing bow ties oh buddy yeah oh. so yeah I uh I struggled for like seven years Just in New like York the before classic mm-hmm. New yes. York struggling artist and, you know I I think I had really high hopes because I, I was on theater scholarship mm-hmm. uh at Maryland and you know did a ton of productions and I felt like um, you know, I was just going to go take New York by storm and oh. book a Broadway show within two seconds of getting here. You That's know. what college does. Yeah, I did the same. I had the lead in every play in college. Yeah. I was killing it. Yeah, you and were then, that guy. Um, and then I did not kill it. Yeah, and then I, you know, I, I got, I actually ended up with an amazing retail job um, and the company was wonderful mm-hmm. and, you know, I grew with the company and, and it was, I mean, they were, they were kind to me. I had insurance, which was, you know, that's gold. That's um, never I had happened. a 401k. Um, I remember being angry when the law was changed that I had to have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I was Like, because at the time I was like, because it was like, you know, the, the original Obamacare wasn't exactly what, you know, us youngins were hoping for or it's like, oh, free healthcare. They're like, no, 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 you have to pay for it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. And they're like, and we're going to fine you if you don't. I was That's like, right. oh, shit. Listen, you fall off your bike a lot. Okay. I hate to go back to this, but you know, I you're know. one of those people that needs health insurance. I really do. I mean, I you really, need it. I really, really do. And now that I have it, I do not use it. Right. My whole other thing is in my weird head, maybe my premium will go down if they go, this guy's never been to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's charge him less. Oh no. I, I, I adore urgent cares. They're my favorite thing. I know. Um, yeah. So I, I hustled and I went to auditions during my lunch breaks and, mm-hmm. um, you know that this the company was wonderful and allowed me um to extend my like hours if i didn't make it back within the you know 45 minute lunch break that we had and um and they were great and i i hustled and uh then i'd say about six years into working at the company um i had an audition for blue bloods and which was a brand new show a brand new show um this was for the episode after the pilot the pilot was actually shot up in canada Oh, get yeah. out. Um, no, I won't get out. I know. You know this is your yeah, house. I'm going to stay here. This is my house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it was a brand new show and they, they called me in and the character, um, which I think I've talked about a little bit, but it was um, just completely generic. Wasn't they didn't, it like male or female? Yes, it was male <laughs> or female. It was Mel or Melissa. That was oh. how it, and, and, and she or he was a detective. 
but no last name, um, didn't have an age in mind, didn't have a race in mind. And, um, you know, so I went in thinking there's like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, and it's always the audition that you're like, there's no way I did right. this. Right. Or you don't yeah. care. Yeah. Or and yeah, then, yeah, then you don't book it. And that's how you, that's how you book stuff is you go in going, whatever, this yeah. is a flop. I'm, I'm nonchalant, gonna... whatever. I got this. Yeah. Um, and, and I booked it and it was supposed to just be one show. And then that was it. And Tom Selleck obviously fell in love with me, you know, as he would. Right. It's natural. Um, and they, they kept bringing me back and you know, nine years later, I'm still (laughs) here. Still bringing you back. They're still bringing me back. And eventually they ended up even changing the character's name to your name. (laughs) Yes. Well, they gave you a last name. So you went like really hated Melissa. Yeah, because you went like Melissa to Melissa Baker. Yeah. To, like, let's just use his her name. Yeah. He really <laughs> to Abigail he Baker. really like he was like Melissa is way too ordinary for you. You know, I like your name. I like those really strong classic biblical names. That's what your name's gonna be. So they cleared it with, you know, the Jeez. legal department. I love that yeah. Tom Selleck has enough pull that he's just changing characters' names on the show. Oh, he's he's just like, meh, I don't like that well, name. Well, it had not been it had only been established as Melissa in the credits. So like he'd never he'd actually never said, said it. yeah, so he like never whatever. said it. Yeah. So I think it was like three or four episodes in that they, they named her Baker, you know, her yeah. surname was born. Um, and he, I mean that, that was all I was forever. And then Just it Baker. became Abigail. Yeah. Um, and then starting, I think season six or seven, um, they decided to name Baker's husband the same thing as my husband, which was, you know, a little too close to home. Maybe Brian. Um, yeah. So, you know, Abigail and Brian Baker are married. Um, that is so funny. Thank God, you know, Brian Baker has an I and my husband has a Y because otherwise it's a little too much life imitating art, imitating life, imitating art. I don't know where the. I know. Yeah. It'll, it'll get a little, get a little confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, where's the line? Anymore? I don't know who I am I don't am know anymore. who's who. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so yeah you've been on this show for nine years yeah, now nine or nine years. seasons i don't know how many years well, i guess eight and a half years we're about halfway through the season so yeah there exactly you go. um and you've you're you're basically for those of you who don't watch blue bloods you're you're tom Selleck's right hand mm-hmm. uh lady man mm-hmm. sometimes lady. sometimes left hand you know sometimes it just depends left. on yeah depends on where he's signing. depends on where he yeah what's it like working with a guy who is like so old school legendary a guy who can change your character's name because he wishes it (laughs) he snaps his fingers and and it shall be so uh Uh, tom's awesome um you know he's he's most of the time his his head is in the books i mean he's really just the, the most important thing for him is that he gets this right yeah and um he takes the responsibility of playing the police commissioner of the nypd very seriously very much as he should um well that's you guys also as a show have such a good relationship with the nypd yourselves as a show and there's a hundred cop shows on and i feel like you guys are the only ones that like are like this and like my fingers are crossing but are like (laughs) you know are like that close to uh, the nypd itself well we have a great technical advisor who is a retired narcotics detective and also a retired security detail for the real police commissioner. Um, and he has worked with us the entire nine years. His name is Jim Nusiforo. Um, and he actually appears on the show as um, part of Tom's detail as well. So you'll see him. He's yeah. the silver fox that shows up. Ooh. I guess they're all silver foxes. I was going to say, everyone in that Greg show Greg Jabbar is hair. a silver fox. I was going to say. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh. <laughs> except for Tom. Yeah. No, Tom, exactly. And Tom does not dye his hair. I just need everyone to understand. I'm glad you got that on recording. Yeah. 
He doesn't. He'll be. He just hasn't gone. He just hasn't gone gray. Uh huh. We'll get- <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I will say that Tom Selleck uh, wished me and my wife a very happy wedding <laughs> through Abby, which was a cool <laughs> feeling to be like, wait, <laughs> Magnum PI wants to make sure I had a good wedding. That's very good. Okay, cool. No, he's he's the best, um, and he. I think my favorite days are the days when we're like solidly in the middle of an episode. So it's not the beginning and it's not the end where he's worried about the next one. He's just comfortable. And that's when you really see his charming personality. I mean, like he's exactly like his character, Richard on friends. Like that is, that is him. Like he just is so, so freaking charming. Um, I mean, he could, Oh, he could chart the pants off of a, you know, insert pun here. Um, what and do you think he, it's going to be like for like when Harlan gets older and really finds out who like Tom Selleck has that his like weird uncle Tom was actually <laughs> like one of the biggest TV stars in history? I don't know. I mean, he knows. Let me let me tell you a little funny story, a side story about Harlan. He he knows who I work with and he knows, you know, he just knows he's not old enough to watch the show right now because it's totally. not appropriate. He's only six and a half. Um but he decided the other day that he was going to write a pilot script for me because he doesn't want me to audition anymore. That a and boy. He, that he a has boy. Already, he's already cast it. Oh, I love so it. So it's, it's um, the I three get a bears. Do I got to talk to No, him? I'm so sorry. It's only people that I'm currently working with on the show. He was very <sighs> insistent. So Tom has a role. Tom's playing baby bear. Typecast. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yes, Beautiful. Total bear. Beautiful. Um, Robert Clohessy is daddy bear. Okay. I am mommy bear. Okay. okay. So Bob and I are married and we have <laughs> and created Tom, Tom <laughs> is our progeny. Um, and then Greg Jabara is some bird named like Peep or something. Oh my God. Um, and Jim Nusiforo has a role. And then I was like, you know, bud, you got to have more women. I'm just, just saying. He goes, okay, BB. So he, he knows that I've worked with BB Newworth. So like the kid, the kid has his finger on the pulse Damn. of some pretty, I know. He like some of the, some, he doesn't realize like how deep his cultural no. references and connections are. But he's like in it. I mean, he, yeah. oh, I love you know, that. and he, he's he like, came right, home be- and yeah, he wrote the whole, you know, he wrote the whole thing and granted it's only like one page. He's but like, still. so-and-so went for a walk in the woods and then they all became friends. The end. And I'm like, buddy, that is gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shoe in. Starring. Abby Hawk, Tom Selleck, and B.B. Newworth. <laughs> that's a great script. As Baby Bear. Oh I just, that, that's God. what got me. I told Tom that and he'd God, and in the chuckle. credits you can have, and Tom Selleck as Baby Bear. Yeah, you know, like a cameo. You just, you just name everybody but that one guy. I don't understand how TV credits work. I know it's very specific of like... The billing. The billing, yeah. whether it's starring or with or and blank as blank. Like, I know it's... I don't understand the billing at all. Yeah, I don't understand it either. So if you're expecting me to, you know, I was hoping blow the lid wide open because every now and then I know it's like when it's a big star because they won't they'll say they'll starring and they'll put or they'll put with this or they'll and if it's like a cool, not cameo but like a cool Featured. out of nowhere thing, yeah. they'll be like and Billy Crystal as blah blah blah. Yes, and you're like, well, so I mean, at least on CBS network shows, they do they do all the regulars first mm-hmm. and then they do all the recurring guest star roles which is what i am that's what greg jabbar is that's what mm-hmm. bob Clohesse. and then they do um any names that are guest starring in specific episodes so like bb would come at the very end gotcha because it's the last thing you see and so you remember her i think um don't quote me 
but you can well, listen to me. You also remember, <laughs> you remember BB Newworth. <laughs> well, yeah, she's, you think she's she's, she's a little memorable. Yeah, she's, she's she's amazing too. Um, and the two of them together are absolutely. I mean, yeah. there, there's like three feet of space in between the two of them height-wise, which is just the most beautiful thing ever. I was going to say, Bibi's a teeny little lady. She is teeny, and though she be but little, she is fierce. Oh. Shakespeare, yes. Oh, good. Um, you're welcome. Is that Taming of the Shrew? Uh, I think it's Midsummer. Damn. Yeah. Well, I think see, it's her. I think it's I was her never in a Shakespeare play. I could be wrong, though. <laughs> I, listen, again, I could be wrong. Oh. I, I suffer from mom brain. That's a real condition. And Well, so is... Uh, uh, <laughs> Video game play and dog daddy. So <laughs> that's another game. That's a thing. That's it's a, a condition that I suffer from. I know. Video game playing dog daddy. That's what happened. Listen, when I'm when I'm not working, I you know. That's who you are. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm just the guy who sits at home. Listen, I'm I'm the mom who shows up in sweats and UGG boots and drops my kid off at the bus. That's who I, I am. That's what this is. People That's don't real really me. get the unglamorous side. Mm-hmm. I get like all the time people like either my agent or just people in general be like, you need to post more on social media. And I'll be like, guys, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> just post a selfie of like, you playing video games. And That's the thing. I'm like, and tag the here video. <laughs> I am playing a video game. Maybe I can be in a video game one day too. Like Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> You like that segue? That was actually really, really clever. Right? That yeah, was it's like pretty, you do this. I know. It's like, I mean, I do do this. It's like on your time off, you do a podcast. I know. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the biggest video game in the world just came out and you were an actress in it. Uh, yes. Red Dead Redemption 2. Everybody go get it. I don't know. Does, does go, your, go get it. Does your pay matter? On on that? A, no. You're like, no, I've been no. paid. I've been paid, but yes. still go get it because the game is phenomenal. I know. And it's one of those things that like I am a big video game player and I never played the first Red Dem- Redemption, but I watched my cousin in college play it and been like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it took them, what, almost 10 years to make the second one? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you worked on it with them for like ever. I worked on it. I think it ended up being a span of about three or four weeks total. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a solid three or four years ago Jeez. that I did it. So they, I mean, they're, they're so meticulous and their attention yeah. to detail and artistry is really unparalleled. I mean, these people work so hard. Well, those video games are becoming, I mean, they already are the most profitable entertainment business there is. Like people mm-hmm. do not realize because people like, I think video games in some circles still have like a stigma and it's like, you know, they're like, no, he's just sitting at home playing video he's games. He's a gamer. I know. But at the same time, I'm like, video games make more money than Hollywood and TV combined. It is the biggest global entertainment industry. I actually don't think games. I knew that. Oh, you didn't? No. no, no. It is It is the big. They make more money than. It doesn't surprise me. Than, but than Hollywood and wow. TV could ever hope to make. Wow. Because it's just everyone does it. Yeah. Every, like people don't realize like. Take World of Warcraft, for example. It has about, it was something like, had like 1.2 billion players, like, over the span of its life. That's, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That a, you know, 20% of the entire world played this one video game. I luckily was not one of them, <laughs> but I knew many, many people who did. I played Super Mario Brothers, and that's about as far as I... I played those, too. Yeah. But that's the thing. is like, video games have become iconic yeah. like that. And, yeah. And it's... And now because of especially people like Rockstar Games and like Red Dead Redemption and whatnot, the storytelling ability in video games is insane. Yeah. Like I just finished the newest Assassin's Creed thing. I played it and it was so 
good and so intense and so long. <laughs> like it's so long. Well, see, I'd be one of those people. It's like every year I try to, you know, read at least one novel because that's all I have time for. And I'd be one of those people who would like be stuck on level one for 40 years. I tried to, Laura tried to get into video games because she knows I like it. So she tried to play, there's a game called Far Cry <laughs> and, she, and she was playing, I, I had played it and beaten it and I like, love the game. And so she tried to, she erased my character because <laughs> she didn't know how to do it. Wow, Laura. So she wanted to start herself a game. So she erased my character entirely that I'd put, you know. A year of my life in. Like That's 60 cool. hours of gameplay into. Oh, my God. And oh my started God. over and gave up because she didn't know how to, because the game starts with you getting shot at and you have to run away. But she didn't know how to make the character run. <laughs> so she just died 15 times. <sighs> And Aww. gave up. I know. It's, we're okay. Very, it's okay, Laura. We're very It made your marriage people. stronger. It is. Her and I are very yin and yang. Yes. We're like very opposite. At yeah. the end of every night, it's always the same thing where we sit down and we watch an episode of something while we eat dinner and I go to click next episode. She goes, are we, st we're still watching TV? And I was like, what on earth do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to play chess. I'm like, this is the evening. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, you always have the TV on all the time. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Yeah. What, what do you do? You just sit in silence like a weirdo. She's going to go sit in the parlor. Yeah, no, exactly. You know what? You send she, her to the parlor next time. She is a parlor time. type person. She's like, well, you know, we can like listen to music and, and read a book. And I'm just like, you are just are too good of a person for me. No, no. I'm watching TV. <laughs> I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. I'm not yeah, watching. Yeah, you are. I'm obsessed. I'm <laughs> obsessed with trash TV. It's my favorite. Oh, we love trash TV. Oh, it is. And I just discovered. We watch a, we watch a lot of Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates. That's one of our favorites. Oh, I like him. He stole. I love him. I, he, I he stole know. the TV show from me. I, uh, I'm so no, sorry. No, he didn't really. He didn't really. I had a pilot back in the day that was not picked up. And uh, coincidentally, his was. Uh <laughs> But we're not bitter party of but one. But we are not bitter party of one. No. He has a great show. It's a very good trashy travel show. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Great. No, it's, a, it's very good. And I'm very happy for He's him. He's so but melodramatic. I, I am not bitter. Uh, no. it's yeah. That's another thing about being a uh, <laughs> New York City actor is this weird feeling of wanting so desperately to feel happy for others. And I do. <laughs> This is where I have like bitter party of one uh, because it's one of those things where it's like I am genuinely happy for like everyone that like all my friends and stuff that I see like doing very, very well. Uh, and now that I'm doing OK, I'm, I'm genuinely happy for them. But yeah. I was very much like, he I think that's just part of being human. I know. I mean, we all tell ourselves that, you know, we're going to be really great in auditions and wish everyone well. And, you know, oh, it's not a competition. And, uh, you know, I, uh, but no, we hate everyone who gets our parts. No, exactly. Oh, there's whole TV shows I've never seen that are, I know we're good, but I they didn't cast me. So I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm Speaking not going to go which, there. Do you know how many times I've gone out for blue bloods? Like seven at each time. <laughs> it's not my fault. I know you're in the casting process. I understand. It's not my fault. It's okay. It's always the same thing. One but of these days, you're going to get it, and then you're going to come on set and realize how much we're all idiots. Exactly. <laughs> like we are. We are so ridiculously silly. Well, and that's the thing. Is like, 
like TV and film and even like modeling and photography, everyone's so like a close knit little group. And one of the yeah, it's families. And one of the reasons it's hard to break into is these groups are so close knit, and it's it's uncomfortable <laughs> to, to let people into that sometimes. So it's like, like I, one of the reasons I get modeling gigs I know is because they've worked with me before. <laughs> that's the, that's oh it. yeah, one hundred percent. That's ninety percent of the reason I'm work. getting hired. Yep. Like. Oh yeah, Zach did that before. Oh, I've worked with that guy. Yeah, let's let's. Yeah, and listen, you're a nice person, and you have a great work ethic, so you're going to continue to get work. Like if you show up on a gig and you do your job, hold my pee longer than everybody else. Nice. That's the only thing. That is really important, especially in modeling. Especially when you're like busting out like ecom and you're doing like eighty outfits a day. You got the sun behind you. You know, light is perfect. I always do the same thing, and they're just like, Zach, do you want to take a break? I'm just like, whenever you guys are ready, I'm fine. And it's like, in reality, my black throbbing yeah but i'm yeah, like Mm-mm. yeah yeah i like that's that's excellent advice it is it's good for fledgling performers exactly how do, how do you how do you succeed hold your pee hold your pee longer than everybody else and, <laughs> and then you'll win at life don't get an infection um <laughs> yeah actually don't pay attention to that advice don't we pay don't, attention yeah. to that advice it works for me it doesn't work for everybody yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Oh, but no, there's there's other shit like um, the show Mindhunter uh, on Netflix. I know it's a good show, but I went. It's about like uh, the first FBI profiling of serial killers. Oh, and I went out for it. And the guy who got the role that I was auditioning for and had been called back for and whatnot is phenomenal. And he's like a real life monster person. Like he's great. But I still haven't watched it because yeah. of that. Same with uh, the new Punisher series. I loved, um, I loved the Punisher and Daredevil and all that stuff, and I was super excited for it. But then I auditioned for it and I didn't get it. Now I haven't watched the new season just because I was like, I don't want to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm very uh, privately bitter. Like I'm very yeah. outwardly like everything's great, except for I've been talking about how bitter I am on this podcast. But <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. It's just, it's just nobody. Nobody can see how bitter your face is except for me. So and I bitter. won't tell anyone. Exactly. You won't tell anyone into a microphone. How bitter <laughs> <Zach is. laughs> uh, no, but it's funny, but it's also because um, in, in this world of, especially in acting, you really do. They look for the person who is perfect, who is exactly what they're looking for. And it doesn't matter. You can be phenomenal. And they could have loved your audition. And it could be as simple as like, I just don't know if he should. I, I really want a more rounded eyebrow. I have like this look yeah. of thing. Like it's, this, it's the craziest stuff. You know, the first time I knew that that was true, I was 12 years old. And I walked into an audition for a new um, like children's morning show that Ryan Seacrest was starring in. This was when he was like 19, right? Damn. Yeah. Um, Hi, Ryan. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Can you make me rich? So I walked in. Well, he's from Atlanta. Oh, is he? Yeah. So I walked in and I was exactly what they had drawn on the storyboard. Like it was my face. Yeah. And it it wouldn't have mattered if I had had the shittiest audition of my life. I literally looked like their ideal person. I was right there. I walked in and they were like, oh, there she is. Yeah, and and that's exactly because all the writers, the directors, the producers, they have someone in mind, 
And 99.999% of the time, you're not going to change their mind. No. no matter how good you are. They might, what the reason you have to give it a good audition is because they might be like, wow, they're really good. And they might think of you the for next some, time they think exactly. of something else. But when you walk into auditions, especially when you're auditioning for someone for the very first time, they already know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And you're either exactly it or you aren't. I had a um, an audition I took an audition class uh, from this really amazing New York actor um, named Michael Kostroff. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of the most versatile actors on the planet. And his advice that has stuck with me forever is, you're not fucking getting the job. Yeah. That was what he said at the beginning of the seminar and what he said at the end of the seminar. And pretty much all he said throughout it was, I know. you're not getting the fucking job. So, you know, so why are you going to so- stress? No, yeah. You're going in there to, to do other things yeah. than get the job. And it, I remember like... You're going in there to have fun. Exactly. And I remember being... Had been doing this long enough where when I stopped calling my mom after auditions <laughs> to tell her how it went because it just got to the point where or and I would have an audition and or like Laura would be excited like oh my god you're going out for this TV show I'm like I'm not it's fine I'm not getting it I know I'm not getting it yeah right I'm, I'm showing up and, and you guys like I'm showing up to try to make somebody in the room laugh for a second and then go all right see you later yeah and then like leave just yeah. because I know I'm not getting it right. for whatever reason especially me it's like for example, in Blue Bloods, um, I get the same question every single time. And I go in and I'll give a decent audition and they'll be like, all right, Zach, a uh, really quick question. Are you willing to shave for the role? And I say, no. And they go, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. Because I shaved for the role once and got kicked off a show for it. I remember that. And I was so... Have you have you auditioned primarily to play cops? Is that why? Well, yeah, that's mostly Blue Bloods. Yeah. Uh, so what happens no, is... you could I, be a perp. Because very I'm intimidating. S- I know, but I, I got I got baby blue eyes. That's what yeah, <laughs> it's for one of those, you. Oh no, for I've you. been told like casting directors have told me the weirdest things. They're just like you're way too big <laughs> to play all these other roles, but like you're not scary enough to play the big guy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, so like in in those types, of, was I in blue? No, I wasn't in blue. Blood. No, sorry, no, I was in Shades of Blue. Oh, I was in the the, the other blue show. Um. But no, when I was in Shades of Blue, it was the same thing. I could, I could, they, they auditioned me for a cop. I said no to shaving. And then they're like, okay. And then the next day I get a call saying that I was playing a prison guard <laughs> because they don't have to shave. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll yep. play him instead. Um, no, yeah. I shaved once for a role and I would tell, I told them on it. I was just like, I, you don't want me to, you've never seen my face. My headshot has a beard. Um, I auditioned with a beard. I have a beard. I, you haven't seen my face. I look like a giant toddler, like the, the <laughs> biggest, scariest toddler you've ever seen. And they're like, no, 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 we really need you to shave. And I like pushed back and I was like, no, I was, can I, can I keep a mustache even? Or like, I don't know, d- just do anything. And they're like, no, you can either shave or you can leave and we'll <laughs> recast you. And I went, cool, I'll shave. So I did and I shaved and then uh, I did the pilot and then I was recast for the series. The only person recast for the series because even when I walked onto set, the director kind of went like, and uh, where's his brother? Oh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's freaky, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. too. I, I does, so ever since then, I'm just like, no, I can't. Especially, and also now that I'm doing the modeling thing, I can, I'll lose every single one of my clients if I shave. And uh, Listen, that's stay, my bread and butter. So. Stay true to you. Exactly. And that's what I got to do now. I'm like, no, I can't shave. Yep. I get fired when I shave. 
Yeah. You're going to ask me to shave, and then you're going to fire me. That's it's what job happens. Security. <laughs> exactly. It's job security. I'm this guy. I mean, I'm I shave all the time, so. Well, you have to. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, I have to because I'm because I'm you're a cop, playing a cop, and exactly. I work on the 14th floor, so well, I have to be clean shaven. We went even. Tom's the only mustache allowed. Let me tell you something. Those early mornings and that five o'clock shadow, like it's a real problem that I have. Oh my god. I know. Uh, I know. How does it feel to speak of facial hair? How does it feel to work with the most famous mustache in history? <laughs> I don't think there is one besides Hitler's. I don't think there's a more famous mustache. Yeah, I think. So. And his I mean, and Tom Selleck's is, is remembered way happier. I think he has it insured. Does um, he really? Probably. I know people who do. Who I have did. Like body um, parts insured. Like J Lo and her booty. It, yes, yeah. she's one of them. Shakira's legs yep. are. are um, I think Heidi Klum has some things insured yeah, too. Yeah, some people have things um, like fully insured. During season one, I got to be present in the uh, hair makeup trailer. When Tom when they were attaching bestowed, his yeah, when they were attaching it, it oh. comes in in this little like <laughs> mini fridge, and they open it up, and it's on a velvet pillow, and oh. they no, I'm just kidding, but they they pull, so he pulled out this tortoise shell mustache comb, oh my god, and bestowed it upon the department head of of makeup, and I mean, and I was, and I'm talking like this dates back to Magnum, like it's an yeah, actual yeah. tortoise shell comb. It's not one like, of those plastic, like it's the real you're like, deal. Like this is what you use. Yeah, and that's and he, you know, he showed her the way that he likes it to be combed. Oh my god. To keep, yeah, oh yeah. Ugh. The only time he, I, I don't think there's been very many roles that he shaved it, but he shaved it. He played um, Eisenhower in a movie. And I can't remember the name of the movie now, which is really embarrassing because he's my boss. And yeah, I'm just going to pretend he's never going to listen to this and he won't kill me. Um, it's an excellent movie. I don't think he intends you to know his entire IMDb printout. No, he does. <laughs> he's, he, he does. It's very important. He actually asks me to quote, you know, in order. <laughs> he walks in and names a date and be like, what movie was in the what box movies? office <laughs> 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 on this date that I was in? Uh, three men and a baby. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> quickly down under um, oh my god yeah so he's I mean I, I don't he looks weird without his mustache just like you would look weird you I've know, never seen your beard. my father without a mustache and oh, I, I can't imagine your dad without and a apparently mustache. apparently he shaved once when I was a baby and I cried and I never did it again oh, and my mom was like mm, maybe you should because my mom met him with a mustache too and she was like maybe you should uh. Brian's had a beard since um, he took childcare leave yeah um, after our second was born and he shaved it the other day just for a change up and I was like, no. Yeah, it's weird. And he goes, but you hated when I just had a mustache. And I'm like, that's different. It's very different. Because he's a blonde. And it just, yeah. when he has only a mustache, it's just, I cannot, I cannot communicate how wrong it is. It's, it's, it's strange. I can't do just a mustache either. I did just a mustache once and it was fun, but I looked like a. It uh, wasn't fun for Laura. N well, I don't know if we were dating <sighs> then, but I was, it was in the winter. Maybe we were dating. And, um. I had like a black pea coat and a mustache, so I looked like a '70s secret agent yes. walking around. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even say that Brian looked like a secret agent. I'd say he, you know, I'd Ugh. probably put him in a little bit of a dirtier, mm. Mm -hmm. you know. But he's a captain, so it's okay. yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, lieutenant. lieutenant, lieutenant, yeah, nice. Lieutenant, I don't know the ranks. It's, a, it's really okay. I forgive you. Okay. That's another reason why you haven't booked blue bloods. You don't know the ranks. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's on top. <laughs> Lieutenant's under captain. Yes. Damn it. Yeah, it's okay.
It's okay. Captain's next. Captain's so that, next. That He'll would get be there. His next He'll promotion. get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. But yeah, they they're allowed to have a mustache, but they can't have anything else. Yeah. They have to be able to um, have well, a that's seal the, to do CPR. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. That's another. I uh, know this is weird, but that's another big thing with scuba divers. Is there? Um, yeah. Or they? No. There's the opposite. They can't have. Um, they can't have a mustache, but if they're willing to go Abe Lincoln, that's cool. <laughs> it's just like, have, like the mutton chops. Yeah, because like I was having such a hard time when we were on um, when we were uh, on our honeymoon because we were trying to go like snorkeling and I kept, or scuba diving. My goggles kept flooding, and they kept being like, "It's because you have a mustache and they can't seal because it's all your, it's just going <laughs> over your hair." I'm like, well, that's terrible. Is that why when I went to the Bahamas, I couldn't scuba dive? Yeah, that's because why. of my mustache. Exactly. Oh my god whole life has been a lie (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's beautiful thank you thank Um, you so yeah abby this was fun (laughs) 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 this is just like what it's like to hang out anyways this is perfect yeah we're hanging out in my basement you know in my sea of toys that my children just always need more hey listen I, I'm an enabler. It's okay. I, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and I, Christmas I is coming. I, can buy, I buy stuff for like my niece and nephew and they're like, we don't need any. Like Laura got mad at me last year because it was our first, because we trade off Christmases, but like for some reason, like stuff happened to certain Christmases. So even though we'd been, <laughs> we never uh, shared a Christmas pre-marriage, like uh, the whole time okay. we were dating because we were both stubbornly was like, no, I want to do Christmas with my family. So we're like, you know, we're not married yet. Even when we were engaged, I was like, you can go to your family and I'll go to mine. So but it's when good we, to have some time apart. But when we got married, we started uh, sharing Christmases and we went um, at first. We did the first year at mine and then... Um, then we did the second year at mine also because my grandfather was sick and it was kind of like, a, can we please do this? And then he ended up dying in January. So good. Um, and th- Well, not good. I'm not happy. That was a weird look. Wow. No, guys. I meant like it's a good thing we spent Christmas. Guys, I miss my grandpa. Um, <laughs> it's too late, Zach. I know. I know. He knows it. Um, and then, it's, but anyway, it was like our first Christmas with um, <coughs> my in-laws. Yes. And... I was buying toys for the nieces and nephews and Laura kept being like, you're buying too much. I was like, no, you don't understand. I see them three times a year. This is the only way they're going to like gonna me. I'm going to spoil them. This is the only way they like me is I'm buying their love. And I but mean, now I have to start. Maybe that's their love language. Now I have to start all over. But I did bring them both back something from Norway. So oh, I that's cool. I think they'll like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, one is just a Viking rubber ducky. But James is only no like way. 20 months. So hopefully he'll still like that. And then he'll f- like it when he's 12. And then for um, for my niece, I got her a drinking horn, like Stop a Viking it. drinking horn. She's going to gonna rock that lemonade or yeah. apple juice out of the best thing is it comes with a belt holder so she can strap the Viking drinking horn to her like to her <laughs> side and just whip it out and be like, fill it. And I cannot wait to see her drink out of it. Or she's going to hate it. There's one of the No, two. she's going to love it. I think it's the coolest thing. Her her parents are going to hate it because it's going to spill everywhere. She's going to keep trying to put it down like a cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to. Yeah, it's just going like, to fall over. And we're just going to be like, no, it's a, you can't. It doesn't work oh that way. Oh, my God. 
So I'm very excited. I'm very excited to spill juice all over my brother-in-law's house. We have a lot of cups like that. Exactly. We can we can talk about that next time. But there's uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about Disney. We should on do it next, next time. time. This was yeah, there, super there, fun. there will be a next time. There's all kinds of stories. Exactly. We there's can talk about the time that you know you and Laura came over and watched the boys when they had Coxsackie. They had what? Coxsackie. You don't remember that when you babysat and Harlan had hand, foot, mouth. Oh yes. <laughs> I just never thought it was called that. Oh, that's right. I was just like, it's pretty, much, it's pretty much the worst name for a disease. It really is. But I do remember him having that. Lunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were such troopers. I remember we came over and I didn't know what he he, he had exactly. It's like, we're going to go watch him. And she and like, and like no one had told me anything. Like just before we got to your house, I think Laura was like, oh, by the way, uh, Harlan has hoof and mouth disease. <laughs> I was like, what? By the way, Harlan has rabies. <laughs> Um, I was like, hoof and mouth? That's like, they, they like put down whole fields of cattle for that. What are you talking about? I was like, and she's like, it's fine. It's fine. I, I was love like, your wife. I was like, I don't know if it I is okay. Say. I can't. And then yeah, so I we'll, found out we'll it was, to, uh, no, it was not. He did not have hoof and mouth. No, instead it's cocksacky, which is really no better. I know. Well, a little better. He's not foaming in the mouth and he's been no. put down. God. Oh my Lord. Uh, that was also when I learned that, um, Eddie is dead quiet if you never put him down. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that was like, I kept no, trying to, I not picked anymore. him up. I, I know not anymore, but back then it was like, I picked him up one time to like, I took him out of his like little buggy bouncer thing. Cause I was just like, Oh Eddie, it's good to see you. And then it just became like, Oh, you're holding Eddie for the next seven hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which was he's he's adorable. Oh, he's so cute. So it was totally okay. He's so cute. I can't. Yeah, I can't even handle him. I know. Ugh. Oh, those oh, lips. Children's. Oh, he's a, a cute baby. Cute baby. Um. Anyway, we'll talk about that next time. I know. I want to thank you so much for for doing this. Hey, this was fun. I know. Everyone, go watch Blue Bloods. Uh, play yeah, Red it. Dead Redemption. Yeah, uh, play it. Watch watch a little indie film called Almost Paris. Yeah, watch that too. Uh, watch uh oh my god! Never t- I I was in Denmark once and I saw your movie A Christmas in Vermont come with, on with Chevy Chase. With Chevy Chase being a Chevy Chase being an asshole like boss. Yeah, he was thing. he was typecast. Yeah, it was really. Can was, I say that? Can I say that publicly? You can. Okay, you great. Can. And it was so, yeah. But you'll see Abby. She's yeah. everywhere, everybody. I'm everywhere. Uh, feel free to follow her on the social media. Oh, yeah. Follow guys. me on the gram. The only thing that I want for Christmas is to reach 10,000 followers. And right now, I'm at 6,500. Boom. So it's a tall order, but I know you guys can make it happen Boom. for me. I also oh. want to get verified. Yeah. I don't feel like it's I'm a, fun. I don't feel like I'm a real person. I, yo, getting verified <laughs> was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Because, like, it became... It's such a 2018 thing to say. It's so stupid. It's so it's dumb. so dumb. But I remember when I got verified... I remember I was at... Uh, I was at... I was camping, and a bunch of kids ran up to me. And they were like, are you Zach Miko? And I was like, what? <laughs> y- yes. And I'm like, in the woods at a family campground. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. But, but, but can we take a picture? You're a celebrity. And I said, I am not a celebrity. And he goes, yeah, you are. You're verified. So it just appeared and you didn't know? It just showed up one day. <gasps> it just showed up. So maybe I'll get a blue check in my stocking. Well, now there's... No, I just got an email oh. from my agent. I actually got to find you. There's, they have a new verification process. Oh. I'm actually, if I can find that, I'll forward it to okay. you. Okay. Because, yeah, they have a new verification process. I don't know what it is. But when I did it, it just showed up. Oh. And um, it used to be that you had to prove that people were making fake accounts of you. And I had a lot of people trying to catfish people with okay. me. Okay. Okay. Oh, another, I remember we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So, which is another dream 
MTV, uh, Neve and Max. I would love to be on Catfish. That would be really fun. Uh, just put it out there. Put it in the universe. Just put it out there. Listen, right. I wish people were trying to imitate me, but my account, you know it's me. <laughs> okay. I think that's, you know it's me Like, you too. know. Um, yeah. There's no way. See, and if you see an account that is me with all, like, professional ad photos, that's not me. That's right. <laughs> I didn't do any of those. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I don't even know how to work Instagram. So if you see some, like, really good video mashup, that ain't me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but still, follow her on the Instagrams, which is... Hawk Abigail. <laughs> she inversed it. Yeah, I did. Because somebody took it. Someone took Abigail Hawk? Yeah. What a dick. I know. That's why you need to get verified so they know which one you are. I know. That's all right. The last name's more important anyway. Absolutely. Hawk Abigail. Abigail Hawk. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. What a wonderful gem of a human being. Abby, it was so much fun hanging out. I, I'm very glad. I hope you guys enjoyed her as much as I do. I think she's an incredible, uh, unbelievable human being. Um, please check her out on all of the social medias. Please check us out on social media. At Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash BigThingsPod. On our website, BigThingsPod.com. Email us at ZachBigThingsPod.com. And Josh at BigThingsPod.com. Come, enjoy your turkey, enjoy your family, and until next week, remember to go out into the world and do big things. <laughs>